0: All righty, everybody. Good morning. Week five of the NFL season opens tonight and a game that I would have said at the start of the season, I would have been real compelled to see see this game and very excited about it with uh, two teams that potentially could contend for the AFC championship. And right now, each of these teams is fighting for survival. Wiz, good morning.
1: Yeah, good morning. Uh, what, a, what a shame, right? You really have two of the best young running backs in football. Uh, you'd like to see that, and neither one of those players, uh, Jonathan Taylor nor Javante Williams, who's out for the year, will be playing in this game. So that's a bit of a shame, but, um, you know, uh, injuries, unfortunately, are part of the game, and uh, you have to move on with this stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, like I said, you know, <laughs> Indianapolis has not helped themselves. They've played horrendous football Matt Ryan has had difficulty holding on to the football the offense on Denver has looked as a complete disaster Nathaniel Hackett has struggled in his first season as a, as a head coach and uh, yeah, like I said two teams that, that really need each team needs to come out with a win this week
1: yeah it's a, it's a little bit of a you know unusual um, I think with the line a little bit strange what I've seen but um, we're gonna we're going break it down
0: all right, so uh, three and a half points. 42 is the over-under at this point in time. Uh, you know, Count me as one. I'm, I've, I've stated many times on this podcast how much I dislike Thursday night football. Uh, I'll be staying away from this one, Wiz. Uh, I just, I'm not really sure the direction of it. Uh, I, I have an inkling uh, to lean towards the Denver Broncos actually showing us something uh, this particular week, uh, particularly in the passing game. Um, so I I'd probably lean in that direction, uh, but I'm going to stay away from the game uh, in this three and a half point spread uh, with the Broncos over the Indianapolis Colts. I'm guessing you think that you would have thought the line was a little bit higher, given no Jonathan Taylor. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, with well, Jonathan Taylor, and quite frankly, uh, the Colts have, uh, in some of these games, have been like completely dominated for a lot of the game. I mean, the game that they ended up tying against the Texans, they were completely out of it the first half. They made a crazy comeback to end up in a tie. Uh, They were completely dominated from start to finish against the Jags. At home against the Titans, a game that they should have been so – that I expected them to win, really, and 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 fired up for again. Out completely outplayed. Now they go into Denver, and something strange happened. That line was three and a half. Taylor ruled out, and the game last night kept flopping back and forth between three and a half, three, three and a half, three. I'm with you. I'm staying away from the game, but something about this game doesn't look right to me. So. Uh, I- I'm I'm, sta- I'm just going to stay away. I'm not going to really make too much of it, but uh, it just looks a little too easy. If you like Denver, this game at home against a team that has just been awful um, without their elite running back, very strange line to me. But I'm gonna, I'm with you. I'm taking a pass on the game.
0: And and you know, so uh, let, let's move into DraftKings. I don't know if you're doing anything in this particular week. I, I'm not. Um, I know you have a little bit of a view on the running back situation in Indianapolis. I think it's hard to get a handle without knowledge this morning if, if Latavius Murray is going to be active or not, what exactly Denver's usage is going to be. I think we would assume that Melvin Gordon would be touching the ball 50% of the time, but you know, one more fumble and, and that might not be the case. He's not been able to hold on to the football. But I think you have a little bit of a lean in, in, in how you see the Indianapolis running back situation evolving tonight
1: for me is more interesting than, than the player props or um whether or, or betting the game <clears throat> i like Deion jackson i think he is going to be the best player on the field um in terms of running backs for the colts i know people feel in the he uh he minds is going to step up and now be very much involved in the offense and that may be true and the, the story of Philip Lindsay getting promoted from the practice squad, going up against his old t- his old team with Denver, but I like Deion Jackson, um, and I think out of all the running backs, he is going to play the best for the Colts tonight. And uh, I think he's the forgotten guy, so I'm going to key uh, make him the captain of the of the team. Uh, in, in, tar- in terms of the showdown, and then get the usual suspects in there the Russell Wilsons, the Colin Sutlins, the Pittmans, the Matt Ryan. So I'm going to play a few lineups with making Deion Jackson from Duke University, who I think is going to play well and uh, given the chance tonight will be the leading score in terms of running backs for the Colts, which uh, I think most people don't predict at all.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And I, and I wanted to make sure I had a feeling that you were going to lean in that direction. Um, that's not to say uh, obviously Naheem Hines, who's who's generally involved in this team's offense, will catch a few balls, but he's not a workhorse running back. That's not the way they use him. He's a, he's a change of pace guy. Uh, and, and I think I would agree with you that I don't see that changing in this game. Uh, you know, the question is, is Jackson going to be able to just... And look, look, the Denver Broncos have have been one of the better defenses in the NFL this season. They've allowed the least amount of yards, actually, uh, so far this season. So Denver uh, is up... If they're up to the task, we'll let's see how this game evolves. I think it's kind of interesting, Wiz, that Matt Ryan... Um, yeah, look, I love Mike Pittman last week, six targets, three catches, 31 yards, very disappointed, uh, going against one of the better secondaries, but Matt Ryan has really, and you got to play guessing games on who he's going to go to, but you know, two weeks in a row, a tight end has caught two touchdown passes from Matt Ryan. Two weeks ago, it was the rookie Jelani Woods. Uh, and last week it was Mo Alley Cox. I don't know. Is it Kylan, Kylan Ranson's turn this week? Who's on the field. This is a team that has two two tight ends used most, most of the time. Um, I have a feeling that one of those tight ends will end up having a big game, trying to guess which one. Um, but, yeah, I, I had a feeling that you were going to go in that direction with Deion Johnson. I wanted to make sure that uh, people heard yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: think, I think to your point, I think using one of the tight ends in your or playing a couple of lineups and using the tight ends, in as far as from the Colts go, it makes sense. Because you have to figure Sertan – for as much as he can is going to be on Pittman. And then you have Paris Campbell who's been wildly inconsistent even when he's had the opportunity. And Alec Pierce is a rookie. So I think there's there's a real opportunity for either one of those tight ends to be a factor of the game. And I I think in these these DraftKings showdown lineups, you just want to be different. And people just don't play these obscure tight ends, but really all it takes is like two or three catches for 30 or 40 yards and a touchdown for one of those tight ends to be on the optimal lineup.
0: Yep. No, I don't disagree with that. So uh, I'll, I'll lean into my props, which uh, I'm, I'm playing both of those tight ends with. I'm playing Kylan Granson and I'm playing Mo'Ally Cox. Granson, 14 and a half yards uh, over. I think it's minus 130 for that. Uh, actually, no, sorry. Minus 115 for that and it's minus 130 for Molly Cox, 18 and a half yards. I'm, I'm going to play, play, bo- play both of those tight ends this week. Uh, I, I think you'll see that used to kind of make up for some of what we see lost in the, in the Jonathan Taylor uh, ability to kind of move the chains and keep things going. I think Matt Ryan goes to those tight ends frequently tonight. So I'm playing both of those guys. I mentioned Russell Wilson. I know he's coming into this game a little banged up on a Thursday night, uh, but I'm going to go with over one and a half touchdowns for Russell Wilson. Those are my three prop bets I'm playing this week, with.
1: Well, one player that you've mentioned in the past, uh, neither one of us have uh, talked to him about at all. Uh, what, what do you think about Ashton Doolin tonight? Do you think he's used in a way and can make a, you know a big play for the? Well, it's like I was saying, Campbell's been wildly inconsistent. Alec Pierce is still a rookie, and when there's a big play to be made, it seems like Doolin is the one. You think he hits with something tonight, or uh, I'm looking fizz his under and over. It's 12 and a half yards. Now, he may only catch one ball tonight, but if he does, it's probably going to be over that.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would say for Doolin, uh, you know, he is, to your point, I think last week he was on the field just 30% of the snaps. Um, he did have... No target. Sorry, he had three targets for two catches. But in the in the, in, in the past, he has been that kind of down the field guy. So yeah, I wouldn't mind you know playing something like that. It, it's not something. And you mentioned satan You know the attention that um, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. is going to get. Uh, and quite frankly, you know, Paris Campbell, despite the fact being on the field seventy percent of the time in the last two weeks, has done absolutely nothing.
1: And I guess then the last thing, you know, from a fantasy football perspective in your starting lineup, who are you starting with confidence? Obviously, you have to start Cortland Sutton. You have to start Pitman, Jerry Judy, either quarterback. Who are you starting in a fantasy football game that is going to be playing this game, and who are you starting with somewhat you know
0: some level of confidence tonight. Yeah, I I am going to start I am going to start Naheem Hines um, with some confidence because I just think he'll catch four or five balls and maybe have 30 40 yards rushing so at the end of the night, you know, somewhere between 10 and 12 points and I'm fine with that. You know, it's very funny was in one of my leagues uh, yeah, we talked about Sertan on Pittman. Maybe I have lingering uh, damage from last week, but I'm actually sitting Mike Pittman Jr., and I'm starting Chris Olave over him in one of my leagues this week.
1: Yeah, Olave has been dynamic and held up against the Seahawks, so I... Yeah, I I, I, yeah, I think a these at this point of receiver that you have to
0: start yeah, in, a, in a format. and maybe it's Thursday night that's also impacting my decision it probably is because I usually walk away from Thursday night halfway through the game and completely discuss it on what I'm viewing on the television and that's probably a big reason for it but I, I just I'm just a little bit I don't have the, I don't have the confidence in Matt Ryan at the moment um and in this offense I think it could be you know, on the surface, it could be a little bit of a dangerous game. Like I said, Denver's defense has been p- been playing well. Sutton is the guy I think if I'd have the most confidence with in starting and feeling comfortable that he would produce out of any player tonight in fantasy. Uh, I'm also starting the Denver Broncos defense in, in one of my leagues.
1: All right. There you have it, uh, and we'll see how it plays out for me. Uh, I'm not playing anything in terms of the side, total, or any prop plays. I don't feel Good about that. To me, it's more of a DraftKings showdown night where I think I could get some ownership leverage and be kind of different than people with Deion Jackson versus people who I think are actually going to play Naheem Hines and Philip Lindsay over him. I see it the other way, but um, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But I, I don't think either one of us are too confident in terms of uh, wagering on this game.
0: Yeah, I would agree. All right, Wiz, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We'll be back over the weekend. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and uh, we'll be having the full slate of uh, wagers and rankings for the weekend. So enjoy the game tonight, Wiz, and uh, speak over the weekend.
1: Yeah, you do the same. Thanks.